0: Haskell Garrett is back at Ohio State. Welcome back to Letterman Road. This is the Buyer's Auto Rapid Reaction. No sense in bearing the lead as we get back with this, uh, this latest development as Ohio State continues to rack in the comings and goings. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This is a, a huge one, and it's an expected one. We've been talking about it, you know, for the last couple of weeks that Haskell Garrett had been open to using that bonus year, the COVID year, uh, however you want to call it, to come back, that this might not have been his, his true senior season. Uh, he confirmed that with a, a video, looked like it was a pretty nice place wherever he was, a little tropical locale uh, after getting some uh, a chance to unwind after the season. But um, he's, he said that, that prayer and self-talk and conversation with his family reinforced what we had been expecting from him, that this dominant presence at defensive tackle would come back and, and give the Buckeyes a big lift defensively.
1: Yeah, I mean, we expected it, but we also expected Tommy Togiai to come back. So it's nice that he that Haskell didn't leave people hanging on until March uh, before confirming it. And Haskell's originally from Hawaii, so that's, I think, where he was when he filmed the uh, video. He played in Las Vegas, but he is from Hawaii. So um, clearly he got to enjoy these last couple weeks away. And uh, it's huge for Ohio State. He, with what we talked about all and about the Tommy Togiai video is that the lack of uh, returning Uh, experience at the defensive tackle position when you have a guy like Haskell Garrett who played out of his mind this year. um, Now you can really start to piece together who's with him, whether it's Antoine Jackson who announced he's taking advantage of the extra year today as well, or, you know, someone like Teron Vincent, who we obviously talked about already.
0: Yeah. And, and Spencer, you've uh, written about Haskell Garrett a number of times and just how remarkable the story is. We've talked about it here at Letterman row, obviously a lot that, This could have been a very different, far, far more sad story uh, for Haskell Garrett after getting shot in the face right before this, you know, while the season was still canceled. Possibility this guy could have never played somehow uh, liquid diet and, you know, getting some teeth replaced. uh, He comes back with the best season of his career. Just, uh, you know, unbelievable journey.
2: Yeah, and and you talk about the journey that he had to take to even get on the field. You know, I've made it very clear he he could not even be alive right now because of what happened to him in August. And now to see what he's done and to even be in the position to have to make this decision, uh, you know, as big of a decision as it is because he could have – you know, went through the year and not had a very productive year and, and announced, and it could have just been, you know, a, a, an announcement. This is a huge get for Ohio State to bring him back, and, and you've seen him climb up draft boards. He probably would have impressed at the combine because Ohio State defensive tackles usually do, and, and and I just think that to get him back in this lineup gives the Buckeyes so much versatility with what they want to do on the defensive line, and I think it's just as big as any other announcement that they've gotten this this uh, cycle, including Chris Olave.
1: Yeah, I think that just because people forgot, sorry, Austin, the the Big Ten media kind of screwed Haskell Garrett when it came to voting, right? I mean, he was a first-team All-American according to two different outlets, including CBS Sports. So I don't think people are really giving enough um, attention to what it means to have him back when you're talking about a first-team All-American defensive tackle.
0: Yeah, and I believe uh, some other, you know, Scouting sites, grading sites had him as one of the highest rated, if not the highest defensive lineman in the country uh, based on assignments. And I want to make sure I get these right. The stats don't even do it justice at the position he played. Uh, eight games, 20 tackles, four tackles for loss, two sacks, interception, pass broken up, uh, quarterback hurry, which those in uh, you know college football are, are subject to uh, a lot of discretion and change. And then that touchdown when he deflected the football to himself. I mean, that's – you know it doesn't even really put into context the, the way that he collapsed pockets to put more pressure or get a hand in the face of quarterbacks. Uh, the way that he and Tommy Togi both just swallowed up running backs in the middle, It uh, took away running lanes. I mean, anybody paying attention, that's why Spencer and I talked about with the Big Ten Awards what a joke it was when Haskell Garrett was snubbed. This guy was playing at a level like few defensive tackles uh, in recent memory for Ohio State. Truly, truly a dominant force. And if he now, you know, gets to eat some more solid food and train with Mickey Marathi in another year with Larry Johnson, he's sort of that example um, now of a guy who, why you wait, why you spend two or three years developing with Larry Johnson, and then you get your opportunity. The fact that Ohio State will now get the opportunity for two really productive years for him in the starting lineup is a huge bonus, but he's another one of these examples of why That patient approach with Larry Johnson works uh, so frequently.
2: Yeah, I I think that the biggest thing with Haskell is he allowed Tommy to do a lot of the things that Tommy was able to do. And Tommy did the same thing with him. Those two kind of played off each other. So I am really anxious to see who gets to play alongside Haskell Garrett next year, because whoever gets to play alongside him, I imagine is going to have a pretty good year because he takes up that much space in the middle. He demands double teams. You know, uh, I think about the guy who won big 10 defensive lineman of the year, I think it's Davion Nixon. I, I, it's hard to even remember who he is who? Just because it, and it's like the guy never from Iowa of. that I've never heard of won defensive lineman of the year over, over that guy really. So it, it's just, it was kind of puzzling when that came out, but there's not going to be any denying him of awards. If he plays that way again, next year in a 14 game schedule, that's for sure. I think there's a
1: benefit also in the fact that these guys that are returning to Ohio State with him, again, whether it's Antoine Jackson or uh, Teron Benson or uh, Jaden McKenzie or Cromante Hamilton, whoever it ends up being on the inside, to know that you have these next few months to really build that chemistry that him and Tommy have had, those two have worked together sort of, they were always the rotating in together pair over the last couple years. And you could see that they play off each other extremely well. And so now you have what you hope is a regular spring and summer leading into next season uh, of somebody else being able to develop that with him. But also when you're looking at a group of guys that are, are really kind of waiting to see who steps up, if you have a, a story like Haskell Garrett and a leader like Haskell Garrett, it makes it a whole lot easier for Ohio state to say, Haskell, this is your guy. This is who we need you to focus on. And so whether you're talking about a Teron Vincent, who I think is the natural choice, um, it makes it easier to, to sort of tell a compelling story to that guy and say, this is what you can do if everything, uh, if you put everything into this.
0: It's, it's wild how this has been. We talked about last night, just the roller coaster day that Ohio state had uh, on NFL draft early entry, you know, deadline day. And, and that Tommy Togiai was the capper for that with one that, you know, we weren't anticipating and then Ohio state thought that they were going to get him back and having both of them would have been a huge deal. But then they were now halfway to potentially losing both. Uh, as you said, Haskell Garrett's got to make up his own mind and no matter what was anticipated or indicated over the last couple of weeks. He still had to actually say, I'm coming back. And really, he stretched it out in that video, made sure that you took all 55 seconds or so to get there. Um, you know, I completely understand that. It's his moment. Um, but I, you know, after what happened with Togi, I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat, like, well, yeah. just go the other way. And Because if they lost them both, we're talking about a pretty tough situation for Ohio state there in the middle of the defensive line.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a part of that situation because it just, maybe somebody would have come out on top and come out with a a Tommy Togi. I like rise, you know, quickly, but to get him back, and to not have to worry about that situation is as big as it can get for this team. I think that the boost that they were given from those two guys in the middle of the defense this year cannot be understated at all. I think it was one of the biggest storylines of the entire season, how good they were up the middle to get one of those guys back. You know, I'm going to keep saying it. It's absolutely massive. And I think that there's actually
1: a, a secondary benefit here where the Buckeyes are replacing four of their team leaders at linebacker, the relationship that, um, Haskell Garrett has with uh, Paulier Teote from USC, who was the number one ranked running or linebacker in the country in the class of 2018, inside linebacker. He's in the transfer portal. Uh, he's a former teammate of his at Bishop Gorman High School. And all of a sudden you wonder, hey, maybe there's an opportunity there to play together next year. Um, the younger brother of uh, Neoteote is at Michigan State. There's some conversazione about potentially both being Midwest bros. So you never know. I mean, it, it, the Buckeyes are kicking a lot of tires, and I think roster management in this year is going to be more difficult than any maybe ever. But there are talented players out there, and there is a relationship there that could have a you know backdoor interest for Ohio State.
0: How long have you been working on those pronunciations? Not very long. Uh, but uh, how did you get those right? And not conversation. That's not. It's not conversation.
2: It's not. No. Um, may we oh he's he's better with the, he's better with those names than austin was at the french name last
0: year mom dude I, that's why you know i had to get reps you guys had to tell me how to say that's why i'm I'm asking who's who's talking about these guys so because berm seems to have an ear for their name just you know
1: well, you know you just have to uh keep keep plugging away you just got to push it out you know you just got to work on it but Again, now that we're off track, it is definitely something to watch extra there. The Buckeyes have have made it a point at uh, Bishop Gorman back in those 2017-2018 classes to build those relationships, and now maybe that comes uh, full circle if uh, Haskell's influence is still there, which it is, because all those guys are still pretty close.
0: you going to have to wonder why uh, uh, none of us got an invitation out there to help Haskell Garrett film his announcement. Uh, that's got to be on Berm. You're, you're our guy. fault. My fault. Um, My fault. Would have been a nice week, but, you know, we're we're too busy to sit by the pool anyway. We've had to cover all of these uh, declarations from the Buckeyes over the last few days. It's been a busy stretch, but uh, Haskell Garrett returning, uh, no matter if you thought it was coming or not, is a huge one for Ohio State moving forward. That's why he's getting a buyer's auto rapid reaction. Firm and Spencer Holbrook joining me as always. I am Austin Ward. Stay with us for full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes all year round at LettermanRow.com.